May 12, 1995. Michael Jordan sauntered off the floor of the United Center in Chicago, having just turned in a 40-point performance in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, a matchup pitting his Chicago Bulls against the Orlando Magic, who were led by their young stars, Shaquille O'Neal and Anthony Hardaway. Despite Michael's efforts, the Bulls eventually fell to the Magic, dropping to 1-2 and two in the series. Still, although no one realized it then, Michael Jordan had just played a game unlike any other he had ever played or ever would play in his entire career. Yes, this seemingly insignificant game was truly one of a kind for Michael. Michael Jordan had had lots of big days, many big moments. Moments captured in images and in the memories of millions of fans. Just a week earlier, Michael had made a few headlines in the world of professional sports when he had debuted his newest signature shoe, the white and black Concord Air Jordan 11s, in Game 1 of the 1995 Eastern Conference Semifinals. But he had been there done that. Heck, Michael had been to the Eastern Conference semifinals a bunch of times, and at this point, he already had three NBA championships under his belt. He had also debuted iconic shoes before. With ten signature models of Air Jordan shoes to his name, he had unveiled eight of those models during his first playing stint with the Chicago Bulls. So, this wasn't a big day for the shoes, or that the Bulls were deep in the playoffs. It wasn't even a big day because this would be just the second game Michael would be wearing his old jersey number, 23, the number he had worn before his first retirement from basketball in 1993. When he had returned to basketball from his short baseball sojourn in 1995, Michael had worn number 45. But after an untimely turnover by Michael in the waning moments of Game 1 resulted in an Orlando Magic victory, Orlando guard Nick Anderson had slyly remarked of Michael, Number 45 just doesn't explode like number 23 used to. Number 45 is not number 23. This experience in Game 1, along with Anderson's comments effectively ended Michael's short time wearing number 45. Despite the $25,000 fine Jordan would rack up each game he chose to wear number 23 without the change being made official. So no, it wasn't a big day for the jersey either. It wasn't a big day because of the 40-point game. People had gotten used to seeing 40-point games from Michael Jordan, even in the playoffs. No, this game was unique, even strange, for an entirely different reason. Just two years earlier, the Golden State Warriors had landed the number three overall pick in the 1993 NBA draft, which they quickly traded to the Orlando Magic. That pick was a lanky, silky smooth, six foot seven inch guard from Memphis. His name? Anthony Dion Hardaway also known 
as Penny Hardaway. Upon touching down in the association in 1993, Penny Hardaway was turning heads right away. He had even caught Michael Jordan's attention and respect. He could score, handle the ball, had great court vision. Penny could pass, rebound. He was truly a complete package, an all-around basketball player. Think Magic Johnson, only way more athletic. Jordan had even gifted Hardaway with some player-exclusive Jordan 9s in his first couple of seasons in the league, making Hardaway one of the first to collaborate in this way with Michael. Remember, Jordan brand with its ambassador program didn't even come into existence until 1997. In 1995, Nike was busy developing Penny Hardaway's first signature shoe, the Nike Air Max Penny 1. But in the meantime, Nike had made Penny the face of the Nike Air Flight 1, producing these shoes with Penny's one cent logo on the heel tab. Now, Michael Jordan has always had a reputation for being a fierce competitor, someone who is willing to win at all costs, take no prisoners, often letting this competitive nature take things into the territory of vindictive, or what some may call even petty. This spirit of competition carried over into most aspects of Michael's life. Basketball, certainly. Also golf, poker, business even into his brand of Jordan shoes and apparel, which fell under the umbrella of Nike. Michael has even been known to throw away shoes of house guests that he deems to be inferior shoes, replacing them with some from his own brand. That is why what happened on May 12th, 1995 is all the more surprising. There is no definitive answer as to how it happened. Some say that Michael wanted to avoid additional fines that he would incur if he chose to continue wearing the white and black Concord 11 shoes instead of the league-mandated primarily black shoes along with the rest of his Bulls teammates. However, in many instances over his career, Michael had shown that he was not particularly adverse to incurring fines, especially if it meant he could do as he pleased, especially when it came to on-court fashion. On September 15th, Nike created a revolutionary new basketball shoe. On October 18th, the NBA threw them out of the game. Fortunately, the NBA can't stop you from wearing them. Air Jordans from Nike. Penny Hardaway himself has guessed that maybe Michael made a special request to Nike out of a sign of respect for Penny. Some say Michael even reached out to Penny himself, asking to borrow from Penny's personal collection. Whatever the case may be, the fact is, is that in Game 3 of the 1995 Eastern Semifinals, Michael Jordan wore the primarily black Nike Air Flight 1s, Penny Hardaway's shoes. The first, last, and only time since the inception of Air Jordan that Michael would ever wear, or at least be seen, wearing anything on the court other than his own shoe, let alone someone else's shoes. 
He wore them for all 43 minutes he played in that game. Like I said, the Bulls lost that game, and eventually they would lose the series in six. This would also be the last series that the Bulls would lose during Jordan's tenure in Chicago. Maybe the series loss persuaded Michael to finally believe that some of the rumors were true, that it had to be the shoes. Whether it was to avoid fines or give Penny the ultimate stamp of respect and basketball approval, it's unclear as to why Jordan wore the Air Flight 1s that game. Either way, that game is a largely unheralded yet significant moment in basketball and sneaker history. Oh, and one last thing. True to form for Michael, legend has it that he wore the Nike Air Flight 1s on one condition. The heel tab on the back of the shoe with Penny's one cent logo had to be cut off before he would step foot onto the court. And the next year, in the 1996 NBA playoffs, Jordan's Bulls would obliterate the Magic, sweeping them in four games in the Eastern Conference Finals. And they would eventually go on to win the first of three more consecutive championships for the Bulls. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.